Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. had all this stuff I was going to start asking you. Then we got into this deep discussion about autoerotic asphyxiation before the opening of the show. <laughs> I thought we might as well just keep going. Yeah, right. Fuck Austin and, and uh, you know, the new Rolling Stones track I was going to talk about. But Michael Hutchins came up somehow in the pre-show. If you guys ever want to dig uh, into the pre-show with us a little bit, you can join... Uh, Click this TV and you get to hang out with us a little bit before we start. But we yeah. talked about Michael Hutchins and I said, was it autoerotic asphyxiation or suicide? And it was the autoerotic asphyxiation and just the whole concept of it. It's it's uh, the, the the fine line. Now, listen, if, if you're somebody who maybe can't find yourself in the company of a partner in life, and you want to try that. I understand a little bit the tempting pleasure, upping the stakes. If you're Michael Hutchins, famous, could have anyone blowing you and did, why would you put yourself in the room with the rope around your neck? Can you not get you know what? It's an the, equivalent it's, it's, thrill? It's the same. It's the same uh, psychology of if you could take a drug that would make you the fastest human on earth, knowing it would kill you, but you would win the gold medal. Would you take it? And like you ask Ow. athletes this, 
And it's like 93% of them say, of course I would. So it's just like, it's, it's that you and I are very similar. Like us roughing it, it means like really shitty TV in a five-star hotel. Like we're, we're like we're never gonna we're never gonna like call a real each bad other. steak experience. Yeah, ex- exactly. On the beach. That ex- I mean, we're, we're never gonna be like you know what we should do, man. We know it's on my bucket list: climb Everest. Fucking my Everest was watching Suits. I was like, like I said, but I we it. did. But we, I mean, listen, neither of us are silver spooners, and and no. You know, but that's why I, I appreciate life too much to, you know. I, I've worked for everything I have. I've never been given anything. Yeah. And I don't want to lose that. Not, for uh, pounding my schmeckle in a closet with a tie around my neck. Imagine if you're Michael Hutchins. But I was, and, and you have and, the and world tell, at your feet. I was telling, literally, a, I was telling a story. The there was a producer, uh, executive producer on a film that I did. And he walks, he's, I, I, I'm almost sure he was in Vienna, Vienna, Austria. And anybody from Vienna that's listening out there, if this is, if I'm right, but there's these, they look like, almost like nuclear reactors, but there's three of them and they're outside of town and they used to throw raves in, in these things. And he walked into this rave and in the corner there was like, giant blocks of ice and this blue light from like every angle and Hutchinson was standing on this platform with just a like uh, it, it, the way he described it I think it was Dusty's coat so he's got Dusty's fur coat on and um baby and he's got two different women performing oral sex on him see what I mean and he uh Jer- the the the, the uh, producer's name was Jeremy. Jeremy said that he was there for like an hour, or maybe an hour and a half. He said every time he turned and looked, it was a different pair of girls, and he was there for an hour and a half. Right. Number, so he number, just number goes one, up to this platform. <laughs> number one, I didn't know Blue Chew was around then, because <laughs> I mean. I don't care who you are. I, but I don't know. Homeboy didn't need it. I guess. Maybe it's maybe it's the ice that's keeping the keeping the the, the balls contracted. No, it would have the reverse. I'd imagine the girls would be chewing taffy. But they they weren't. Right. So, but this is my point. So you can last for a million years. <laughs> but this is my point that. If you have that kind of sway, what what are you doing with the rope around your neck, pounding your schmackle? I don't get it. Like, why are we tempting this? Why are we tempting? Yeah, it, you know what? You're right. It is similar to when we read a story <laughs> or we hear the thing about the guy that skydives. I'm like, what? Why? 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 Yeah. The rules are very simple on Earth. You can't fucking fly. Why? Well, you know, to me, it's um. It's like Cruz, Tom. Yeah, like he, he, you know, he, they they showed that the stunt that he did with the motorcycle and the parachute. Now, if I was uh, a trained paratrooper, I wouldn't have a problem whatsoever. 
with going down a ramp as fast as I could and letting the bike let go below me. It's obviously, and then and then pulling a ripcord. If I knew what the fuck I was doing with the chute, I mean, I I don't really think that's a big deal. I think if you're worth like four hundred million dollars, it is. When there's when we both know that you can shoot that a billion times and never know. I mean, you sh- you watch the Matrix back, or watch the John Wicks. And John Wick's stunt double and fight double looks a lot like Kiana, but Kiana still does a, a great portion of what he what he does in the films, <clears throat> right? But at the same time, he's not him. And when you see him in common rolling down the cement steps, you can if you watch closely, it's not common and it's not Kiana, right? You can you can see it, but you have to. It's like Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is not doing all those stunts at seventy-one years old, right? You know, we both know you can speed up, speed the frame up. There's a lot of things, tricks you can do to make things look. You know, the fact that Liam Neeson does twenty-three action films a year is, you know. With actors, though, th- this becomes kind of a a, a, a point of of uh, of machismo or authenticity to say, "Yeah, I did most of my own." But you're stunts. but you're you're a front man, so you're a, you're a front man of a band. So it's like you you've got to like you've got to be the most extreme front man of all time. So you're like pushing that. So you you sit there and. and People tell this story about your sexual prowers in in Austria, and then you find yourself at a red roof inn, and like, how how, how do you? How do you mean? You just, I guess, just sitting on the commode and letting your feet go to sleep while you're trying to pound one out ain't gonna get it. You know, you should have talked to you. You should have told him the benefits of a little bit of get blitzed, putting on suits. Putting your fucking feet up, <laughs> pouring yourself a cabernet, and just letting letting yourself settle into the evening. Yeah, but that's why we're here. The world would not. still have in excess music. You know who's still making music? I teased this before. The Stones are putting yes. out their twenty sixth album or whatever on October twentieth, and they released one of the singles. And you know, I kind of you know listen. The Stones, eight, what eighty? Maybe mix eighty. So you go, all right. You it's go into now, isn't he? eighty-one. Is he right. the same age as, as Mitch? So you, you, well, yes, and doing a lot better. Um, so you go into it with like ready to make some excuses. That single, it's called "Angry." Go download it or go stream it on Apple Music if you have Apple Music. I know Kevin does not have Apple Music, but find it somewhere and play it. It's so good. It I it legit has the swagger of the stones of any generation. Mick, if it's not tinkered with in the studio, is trying some is trying some stuff I've never heard him do before. He gets a little runny in the chorus or, or the bridge somewhere. You'll hear it. It's great. So happy to hear this. They haven't they haven't put out new stuff in like eighteen years. And uh 
They're still I mean, doing it. So you have no excuse. No one has an excuse. If Mick is 81 and he can pound it out like this, you have no excuse. Yeah, but if he had a tie around his neck, he might not be, might not be 81. And he was <laughs> smart enough to just have some fun at Studio 54 with Bianca or whoever he was with. Or Bowie, they say. Who knows? Who cares? I don't. But whatever he did worked for him. Um, you got back from Austin, Texas. Yes. At a, was it Comic-Con? Galaxy Con, Comic-Con, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell me about the weight loss guy again. I have a note here. Oh, so a, a guy came up to me. Some weight. And I, I guess uh, it was on, uh, I don't want, I, I've, I've got to start being more precise in life. It was, I guess, an earlier uh, post that I had on X that. Uh, oh. He was responding to, yeah, wasn't anti-Semitic, and um, the uh, it was a guy that was just bashing me. It was you know to, to the point of you know what a fucking shitty father I was because I lost my son and blah 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 blah. So I, I pulled up the picture of the guy, his profile picture, and I just I said you know I said. You know, speaking of death, I said, I'm looking at your picture. I said, Jesus, I said, you know, you look like you're about three breasts away from having a, a massive coronary. And I said, you know, do you even know? You know, I just kind of, he, and so the guy that is in front of me is telling me, he goes, you know, he goes, he, he said, I really thought that you had lambasted him. And he said, you went the exact opposite way. You just were like, well, that, that's your opinion. My opinion is that you needed to look at your personal health. He said, no, he said, whether that gentleman did or not, he said, I did. And he said, I was at one time, a, uh, I was a SEAL, I was a diver. He said, I had put on 90 pounds. And he said, I was, I was dying. And he said, by you saying that and you giving your numbers, he said, I went and got my blood checked. And lo and behold, he said, the doctor was just like, man, he goes, I don't know why you decided to walk in here today, but thank God you did. He said, you're, you're a ticking time bomb. And he had lost like 80 or 90 pounds standing in front of me. He said, he just said to me, he says, I want you to know that <clears throat> like a lot of people give you a lot of shit and everything else. He said, but you basically saved my life. And we found out later on that I had DJ'd his wedding. And that's why I said, no, a DJ saved your life from above, baby. <laughs> want to throw that in there. But no, he, uh, I didn't want to get too mushy this early in the fucking, but he just said, no, he said, you, you, you really did. He said, I, I, I took a, a good look at myself. And he said, that, he said, it's not, and you, the way you put it, it was just like, it's, it's not that hard. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's day by day and it's, it's making, you know, just cut, cut, cut sugar, cut, cut flour, cut processed food. Just cut those three things and don't do anything else. And then just watch because once you do that and make sure that so many people have this, um, this idea that sodium is like the devil and the right, like we, we, Tamara and I both have been doing, and, and I brought it up a couple weeks ago with people that are having migraines. 
that they, like if you take Himalayan salt, like a salt that your body can actually absorb, because what's happening with, 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 with headaches is you're not, your, your brain has a, a sac around it that, that holds fluid. And if the brain, if you don't hydrate properly, you get a headache. That's why you get a headache when you're you are hungover because you're so, you're so dehydrated. So, and then I, I I really did some research on it, and they were saying how salt and like people that work in salt mines are never sick. Like there's like these mi macro micro all these things that salt does, and it's like really something just to just to look up. Health benefits of salt. Well, spas have these salt rooms now, yes. which you can sit in, and and the, I don't, I've never done. I, I do have a salt lamp that I lick every once in a while when my head right. hurts, and it's it's helping. But um, you got to watch but, out because a lot of times you somebody hits you with a spotlight, and it'll be, they'll be they'll be gotten you on the hood of their car, looking like I'm with <laughs> deer the pink season. But listen, the 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 problem with this though is specific maladies like if you have high blood pressure you should not be increasing your salt intake right i mean this is sodium and blood pressure it's it's there's different there's iodine there's iodine there's ionized iodine enriched salt there's like different it's like there's like everything you can take people can say you're you're uh low in magnesium and but there's only like one or two magnesiums of all the different magnesiums and I think that that your body can actually do something with the rest of it's garbage but like that Himalayan pink salt if you like do like a, a teaspoon of that a day in warm water and that's all you do why is it the doctors always tell people that are sick or have respiratory problems you should go go down to the got to go down to the ocean and breathe some salt air. I clean my nose every morning with saline. Saline. So, all right. So, with your diet advice, let's let's do a little practical here. Now, I've been trying, of course, because my triglycerides were very very, very proudly I announced they were three seventy eight. But that's your blood. That's the fat in your blood. But that's also flour and and white stuff and the that's pastas the, that's and the, breads that's saturated fat that's trans oils there's no such thing as canola oil this is a very controversial statement on your part but but go ahead but you, i mean it's like it's it's a that's a processed if it's if, if the oil that you're cooking with doesn't say zero trans fat you're getting right. trans fat Right, all those partially Period. hydrogenated oils, all that and stuff. shit, Absolutely. And, and 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 that is in every cracker that you eat, every bowl of, box of cereal. So you can say that I'm going to cut that shit out, but you don't as long as you're because they've used that and everything that's processed. So that's what's what's putting the the fat in your blood. A carbohydrate isn't going to increase your fat. In well, I'm told to eliminate the whites, the the, the eliminate the whites uh, from the world. But the pastas, the breads, the and for me, that's my that is my that's my addiction. That's my weakness. I always said like, oh, I could do that. Sugars, I could cut. I could, 
God damn it, if they ever tell me I have to lose the pastas and the breads and the pizzas, well, all right, so it's here. So now I'm trying all these okay. alternatives. I, tr- I tried. Have you tried the cauliflower um, pasta? Please. I tried chickpea crust pizza, which it's was. As, it's not as good as cauliflower. I found it very dry. I should try the cauliflower. Cauliflower. That's the one I have. Cauliflowers mashed. It's unattractive to me uh, spoken, so I feel like it would be unattractive (sighs) eaten. Well, you know, if if when I was nine years old and somebody told me where, you know, exactly how a a, a child was born and I actually watched a a movie in health class of a kid coming out of a vagina, if I ever thought at any point in my life that I would put my 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 mouth and tongue in that in that region for for some woman's pleasure i'd be like get the fuck out of here so you know what i'm telling you if you if you can if you can get past that to perform oral sex on a woman you can definitely i can have some cauliflower crust put a fucking piece of cauliflower crust in your mouth i I promise you i promise you my friend on those old, all those old films we used to watch in class on the project, if you could hit the reverse and have the kid going back in, it looks oh. like the greatest game of hide and seek you've ever seen. Oh, so I man. tried that. Now the pasta substitutes. I tried a, um, you know, there's the whole wheat pasta everyone goes to, but the consistency of that it breaks apart and it's troubling. So I did do the. Um, they did have a uh, a a lentil pasta. Which which also was not satisfactory. They just can't pull it off, Kevin. They cannot. see what I do is I eat. I eat. it's like anything else. It's always moderation. And my wife, uh, when she went to Greece, got a spoon. So here's the spoon, and in the spoon there's a hole, and that hole is is the perfect serving for two for pasta. So. I'm an angel hair guy. I like angel hair pasta. I like my pasta. So when my wife does make us pasta, just have a very, I mean, you just, you don't need a whole lot to get that, like, you know, carbohydrate tooth, you know, you, to, to get the satisfaction and then, you know, but you don't have to, it's, that's the whole thing. It's just like, there's you don't have to fucking not eat pasta ever again. You just have to eat it. Oh, I know. You know, you just that have, ain't happening. I mean, it's like bread. Like you know, I, I watch people that when they bring bread to the table, you know, before meal, and I, I, I feel bad because like I'm like oh, no 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 bread, and people are like I, I like to eat bread, and I'm like. Okay, I'm sorry. I just like we don't have we don't eat bread in my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can usually bypass that pretty easily. I buy either the multi grain or the whole wheat now. But God, I mean, it's a it's a thing. It's it's, it's living butter. up here. It's, it's the fresh going yeah. to get a big fresh crunchy fucking thing of French bread and a a hunk of mozzarella from Fiori's in Hoboken and. I think I called you one time when I was coming back from there, and you asked me if I was dropping one in my pants while I was driving home because I was describing the experience, getting the oh the the parma prosciutto sliced thin as tissue, 
and now I'm supposed to pretend that whole wheat bread and turkey is going to have the same effect. Right, go with the Ezekiel. Elliot? No, the Ezekiel bread. What is this? It's a sprout bread. Oh, this gets sprout bread. Again, I'm going to do the cauliflower thing. That's sprout bread. It's it's the low uh, sodium Ezekiel's bread with toasted with real butter on it, lightly just enough to moisten it. It's like it's heaven. All right. There's Mike Tyson. Uh, there's the bread. This is it? This is what I'm That's looking it. at here? That's it, baby. All right. Feedback from... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. From last week, Dave Estelle tells us the Florida girl from this week's podcast lives oh, five the- <laughs> doors down from me. She, We used to walk our dogs together and would never have known or suspected. That must have been the, hap- the, the happiest dog on the block. Was it whistling? This is, if anyone didn't listen. This smoking was a, a, who's smoking a cigarette. Exactly. This was a, a woman who was um, having a, her husband film her relations with their family pet for a protracted amount of time as well. Um, God, I'd love some details, Dave, if you want to follow that up. Uh, I'll, up. You, you can give those directly to Sean. I'll pass. No, <laughs> no, de- <laughs> no details. She was a normal looking girl. Do you remember the photo? Yeah, no, I mean, but I'm afraid that I'm, I'm going to lose a host here. You know, my, my co-host, and he gives you the fucking, he gives you the, the, the details next year. You know, you're in the fucking closet with a fucking tie around your tie neck. around my neck <laughs> you and a poodle on my exactly you, you, that's what i mean you fall down that rabbit hole man you don't know where that shit's gonna mm. stop keep me away from the fucking bread any longer and i might lose my mind and do it king kaz i'd say the show's different than others because it's not just another conrad <coughs> show and sean has been interviewing nash hall and x-pac for like 15 years now not straight uh, Kevin is comfortable with Sean more than most people he's done interviews with, which is why I was excited to hear that Kevin wanted Sean to be his co-host. Well, he hasn't eaten yet for me, so I clearly there's uh, there's an element. Oh no, you did. You had a burrito a few weeks ago. So um, yeah, I did eat. A I'm burrito. just like the others. I I I get, I get eaten. Uh, no, I I but I I drink my my concoction every week. So 
Delbert Prince. What's up, Sean and Kevin? Thanks for the podcast. Your show continues to teach me different things about life. Yeah, Delbert, today you learned uh, how to modify your diet to an unexciting level, uh, how to uh, lock yourself in the closet with a necktie around your neck and a Weimaraner in your pants. <laughs> how not to. He goes on to say, as of right now, I'm working hard and making progress to be productive within society. P.S. My birthday was on September 1st. Love is love. Sean and Kevin, NWO fan for life. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you for being part of our show. Listen, anything we can help with. Delbert, usually, to my mind, it's just to help somebody's drive go easier to work. We have a big commuter audience, Kevin. You're aware of this, as evidenced by our numbers on holidays when people yeah. don't get to listen to us at 7 in the morning. Um, but, uh, yeah, so any any way we can help. I always just think it's a few interesting uh You notice how life. it looks like I have a mohawk? Um. Well, maybe it's the photo. Maybe it's the painting behind you. No, it's it's the. I've been been drinking so oh, much the, of this. The white. Yes. Yeah, I've been drinking so much of this colostrum, and my my pigment's coming back in my hair. Is that a fact? Does it? Do yeah, that? they they said that that would that would was one of the side effects. Not only would you grow new hair, but that that they would actually bring the pigment back. And this is the colostrum you drink treated any different look or like a, could I pop a pregnant woman in my mouth and and get the same colostrum? Is this treated differently? I don't know if it tastes as good as blood orange. Right. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to opt for the blood orange, I guess. Double J, Jeff Jarrett here to tell you about SaveWithConrad.com. You've heard Conrad talk about the total nonstop savings they provided current homeowners. But did you know Conrad and his team can also help my world listeners become homeowners? They make buying a home easier than getting the bag after a good housekeeping match. But don't take the last outlaw's word for it. Franklin Dove, Orlando, Florida. After listening to all of Conrad's podcasts and hearing the different stories that he shared, I felt the time was right for me to explore buying a home again and uh, reached out. And one thing led to another and finally closed last week. It was excellent. Uh, everything flowed smoothly from my first contact. I just put in the initial request online. Francis reached out. We started the application process, got the approval moving. Holly was great. Larry Thompson was amazing. Everything was smooth. Communication was perfect. Really, it was a, a much better experience than anything that I could have imagined. My name is Franklin Dove in Orlando, Florida, and I got into my dream home thanks to SaveWithConrad.com. That's right. In my world, it doesn't get any better than five stars. Don't let your landlord get over on you. Walk out on that bad deal and stop throwing your money away on rent today with SaveWithConrad.com. That's right. It's SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! Drew Kane, I recently realized I've stopped consuming almost all pro wrestling-related content, aside from Jim Cornette's rants and this show. Could listen to you to shoot the shit all day. Well, I don't think we're really... I guess we're somewhat wrestling-related, right? We have to... You I mean, were a wrestler. I, I, yeah, People no, I, I, th I think, we, so I think we, I, we always talk about wrestling. Yeah, we always do. Like, okay, like... And because he said that, I, I, I sometimes... We don't um, cover things that I really 
wish like I'm like the the show will end. I'm like ah oh, fuck man. I wanted to bring that up. I just because we don't write notes or do anything. We just kind of come down here and just free ball it. Well, so, I have copious notes in front of me. No, you don't. So do. you you've got we might have our draft pick our draft king picks or something like that, but you don't have copious notes. Um, but not this week, but last week's Raw, which was the go-home for the fucking pay-per-view, there was a segment. And I was I was watching the segment, and they shot it hard. Like they shot it like a wide shot, and down came L.A. Knight. And he started cutting a promo, and then they went close on him, and it was Miz. And Miz fucking just nailed L.A. Knight. He was like, I got the voice, I got the bass in my voice. Yeah! And he did this whole fucking gimmick, and then he turned around and shot a, shot a really good shoot promo. Uh, you know, I just, it's just, I understand that, that, that people really like L.A. Knight. But it's just like if the Miz can put, I mean, and you watch the Miz do The Rock, you watch the Miz do Stone Cold, you watch the Miz do all the other superstars that have been in this business, it's an impression, it doesn't touch. This was spot fucking on because you're basically impersonating an Elvis impersonator. You're not impersonating Elvis. So interesting. It, it was right. it was unbelievable how good it was. So Miz fucking you you were my you were my highlight of uh of last raw and this this week I I had to go back and find it. And finally, somebody sent it to me. But I watched Trish and Becky in the cage match from the pay-per-view. Oh, my God. I mean, Trish is 46 years old, I believe. Mm -hmm. They absolutely crushed it. Trish has never been in a cage before. And it was just... There's a part of me that selfishly hopes that she that this isn't it, but how you can how you cannot end the career that she's had with you know you're just a masterpiece of uh, uh, like the best match of the night in my opinion mm, how yeah. you how you cannot leave and just and, and leave that as your last piece of work. Um, and I know she's getting ready to start, um, uh, Canada's got talent. So I know she'll be away from the business for that, but that's, you know, they shoot that out in probably two or three weeks, but, um, just fantastic. Just anybody that, that hasn't seen it. Um, I highly recommend that they watch it. Anybody that did see it, I hope they're in, uh, in agreement with with my analogy of, of what they did, but I mean she's got two kids, 
and they're they're not grown. And she man, she took some she took some fucking risks. What about now? You 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 and trained. Becky and Becky. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to slight Becky. Becky was I mean Becky was there. And I think it was a lot a, a lot of her psychology and and her ability and, and her fearlessness. And she's got a child too, so it's like. Is the training any different? Do you have to stress anything differently when you're training one of the ladies as opposed to the guys, either in the construction of the match, the psychology of the match, the type of physicality, believability of certain things? Is anything different or is it all basically the same training? I, I can't honestly say that I've really been involved with the, with the training of, of many women. I might have thrown in my two cents here or there psychology-wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that my, it's hard for me to, to – I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm six foot ten. I work like a big man. I've, I always have. Right, so, that's what and, I mean. And, yeah. So unless – Unless, you know, the the story is a David and Goliath between two girls, two women. Which um, you could do, right? I mean you could have a comic. Yeah, I, I could, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I, mean, yeah. I could I could I could I could walk them through and, 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 and you know I think it's you know, the David and Goliath really doesn't work unless it's, you know, seventy five percent Goliath. You know, and da- mm-hmm. da- and and David you know, David fights right. from underneath, but uh just my opinion. Okay. Travelator, hater. Travelator, hater. Kev is the first person that I have agreed with on this whole punk situation as far as mental health goes. In the same breath, could we also compare it to Kevin's backstage situation with Joe working himself into a shoot? What are your guys' thoughts? One final thing, Tony Khan's in fear for his life, but how many concussions, broken necks, and botched table spots have we seen that Tony is directly responsible for? And of course, I have to add love. Uh, you and Kev love the show. Okay, so a few things there. You did say last week the 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 big news beyond this show was that Kevin was the first person I saw that said Punk would be fired, and I even I actually said he had to be. Yes, and I kind of took issue and said, "Well, no, he he doesn't." It was a little dust up backstage, which happens with the boys, right? Happens no. with the boys? No. No. Okay. I mean, I, I I've had two incidents backstage in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of Booker T and Batista. I watched Goldberg and Jericho, and that's basically all I've ever seen in thirty years. So. And there was a couple of people that said, "Oh well, you know, you're 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 a hypocrite because, you know, you've you've you know you've had altercations." Okay, number one, I never had an altercation with anyone that wasn't finished working for the evening as a 10.99. I in no way affected the match. I no way affected the programming. What I did was, and when I went back, the first one was Piper. I went back there because we specifically told them 
It was Rick and Piper versus me and Scott. I specifically, before the match, Scott and I said, whatever we do, let's not start this hot. We'll have nowhere to go. Rick, the pro that he is, we go down there, and boom, Piper comes roaring at us. Well, now Rick's got his dick in his hand if he doesn't jump into it. But Rick was Rick was absolutely cool. And so, because no matter we we were so much bigger than they were that you had to but but Rick and Scott could could start and cuz Rick cuz Rick is is an unbelievable hand as far as wrestling and so was Scott but Rick was also had the ability to you could drop him behind you he could take your knee out, and then he could work your leg mm-hmm. for a guy like me. Plus, Rick always would 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 could thumb you, kick you in the front of the knee. He had offense. His punches looked good. At that point of Roddy's career, he he wasn't that I, he just wasn't that good of a worker. He didn't have a lot of offense. Not to 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 take down a two hundred seventy. And a three hundred ten pound guy, it just, it just wasn't going to happen. And so I was so pissed because the match was so poor. Um, and we're in Boston. We're we're leaving Boston to take this, you know, shit show to Moline, the old Quad Cities. We can we can't shit the bed in, in, in Moline. Let it, let's shit it in fucking Boston. In Boston. <laughs> Fuck. So, so what do you do out there? Don't let's not get into the locker room yet. So you you see what's happening now, right? You're in the ring. You're like, okay. So Piper's Fuck. not selling. So finally, I just bent him over. By I grabbed him by his neck and bent him over and just started rifling as hard as I could with my forearm across the back of his shoulders. Which is, that's wrestling 101. That's what Stan Hansen would have done. That's what anybody would have done. That's a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. That's like, hey, dude, like, you need to sell. If you're not going to, it's like when we had the match with me and Bill. Bill isn't going to sell, so I clothesline him and knock him down. Like, okay, if you're not going to sell, then I'll make you sell. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to hit you in the face. Okay. I'm 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 a professional wrestler that was trained by Jody Hamilton. You never hit in the T zone on anybody in this business. That goes in the back as much as it does in the ring. Mm. So we get through this shit show and I stormed to their locker room and I said, what the fuck? And Piper got up and charged at me like he was going like, to single leg me or do something. And I open hand smacked him to the side of his face. I, didn't, I did not strike him with a fist. Did he say anything when he was coming at you? No. 
and I, 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 I just think that he had sold Wolf tickets for so fucking long. It's like, you, you know how you buy tickets? In, I, I don't know. I, I lived in Europe for years. You'd buy a fucking, you'd have a ticket on, a, on the train. Nobody would ever come and punch the fucking thing. You know. So you're saying he got by on a reputation that he, he got was a by boxer a reputa- and a street kid. And, and, and he might have been right. a, a badass, but he right. just, you know, t- time, it's like, if some guy runs his mouth at me at a gas station at 1130 at night, and he's five foot ten and weighs 170 pounds. I'm figuring minimum this guy's a brown belt in jujitsu. And the last thing I want to do is is fucking have this guy pound just pounding me in in, in, in the submission because all you gotta do is grab any of my limbs, and I'm so fucking beat up. It's just like okay, I, I'm tapping. What you're you're not gonna give me a tap here in the parking lot? So that's why I now fucking carry a fucking firearm. So if you decide you want to fucking do do a single leg on me, then I'm gonna shoot you in the fucking top of the head. Well, you can in your state now. So well, I, I guess it, it, I think it's a law if you don't. I think it's against the law right. if you don't. So that so that incident was didn't hit him in the T zone. Did not strike him with a fucking fist, and it was over with one with one smack. Joe. Because Scott didn't show up, went out and cut a promo and went into business for himself. And Joe and I were, I considered at that point, Joe and I were friends. And I understood his fucking disappointment and his frustration over the fact that Scott had no showed the pay per view. And I'm listening there and he's. Being pretty snug, but I'm like, then all of a sudden, fucking, I hear basically me get thrown under the bus. And I'm like, what the fuck? So we do our match, and when it's over with, we we go out out back, away from everybody. We're not even in the fucking studio where this taping's being filmed. And I just walked up, and I said, what the fuck was that? I said, was that from Russo, or was that yours? And he kind of fucking smirked at me. He said, that was mine. So I fucking open hand smacked him. He didn't fucking, he didn't go down. He didn't, and I fucking, he, but he didn't say anything back either. So I smacked him again. And he just fucking looked at me. And then Jeff Jarrett came out. He goes, Kev, Kev, Kev. And Jarrett walked over and I just fucking, I just said, fucking, I just walked away. Well, the next day, Joe felt so bad about it that that they called a meeting and he went in front of all the boys at TV and apologized directly to me. He didn't have to do that because I was just as, I, I didn't, my two smacks to Joe, but Joe was man enough to fucking realize I did go into business for myself if I'd have punched Joe in the face, fucking, I guarantee you he'd have double double leg dope me. I guarantee you. The fact that I didn't strike him, it, it was almost, it was like a mutual respect. Yeah, and understanding. Okay. But, all right, so fine, accepted. How does this differ in the layperson's eyes from what might be going on? with a backstage altercation 
in AEW. There was a punch thrown. Okay, so that's so that's what you're saying. The the smack versus the punch. A punch is a punch is. I thought it was just a, a headlock. No, and some rolling they, around. They both. I I watched. Two, I saw two different. One person said this. One person said that. It was. I think Punk said he he pushed him, and he pushed and he he, he pushed him back and got him in a in a front face lock. Front face lock, and, right? And, the other, and then another person said something. Then the person that was the third person said that. He pushed him and Punk punched him. So pu- there was a, a actual punch thrown. Now that changes the complete complexity of what the situation is, mm. because now you're those are your teammates, right? You see, fucking, you watch uh, Hard Knocks. You see those guys going at after each other because it's fucking it's competition, man. And people are you're gonna, but man, you, you don't fucking disrespect and you don't fucking strike. You don't strike one of your fucking colleagues in the fucking face with a punch. And then they say, "Oh, well, you s- swung a bat above the nasty boys' heads after they beat beat up Scott." Yeah, so we're in a fucking in a match, and knobs are uh, Jerry Jerry rolls in. And Scott doesn't know because the lighting is so bad in a WCW house show and the lights are on us. So once Jerry's close to the railing, you can't even see Jerry. So Scott throws like a a brunt, a chair, and it fucking hit Jerry. And Jerry's neck was bad. And so when Jerry rolled in... Scott fed him, and it was after the third punch he realized, like, holy fuck! Like, you know, sometimes you get snugged, but not the, like three in a row. And that guy turned around and fucking man, like Scott's fucking like looked like fucking one of the fucking uh, Corey brothers. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just like fuck. He's got blood pouring out of his fucking mouth and. So fucking, I'm like, motherfuckers, I'm walking back, and I, I, I saw uh, Steve Borden sting in the fucking hallway. He was doing the sting, the you know the crow gimmick then. I grabbed, and he had a baseball bat, and I grabbed that fucking baseball bat, and I went in the locker room, and I just swung it about, I don't know, six, eight inches above their heads. Now, that's because they fucking, they... The, Again, you broke the fucking cardinal law. I got a buddy here that's that's now going to have to go get dental work, and 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 he's he's going to leave. He's done. This 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 road trip is over because of your unprofessionalism. And I told when I had that bat and I was walking down the fucking I was fucking livid. And I got a I got a bad fucking temper. And I said, if you, I said, just give me the word, just give me the word. And Scott fucking put his hand on my shoulder and stopped me. And I turned around, I looked him in the eyes. He goes, Kev, Jerry thinks he's right. And I said, what do you mean? I said, Jerry thinks he's in the right. He said, just let it go. I said, fuck that, I'm not letting it go. So I still swung the bat, but that was just to, to let my, because I had no fight. We had always gotten along with Jerry and Brian. But did you know that, A, Jerry had the neck issue beforehand and had 
uh, I don't know if it was it him or the agent, whoever said, don't. If he had the neck. Don't it, hurt his neck. It, no, the, what, what happened was Scott had hit him with a chair earlier someplace. And fucking I heard J.J. tell fucking Jerry to go to the ring. Don't worry about it. And I pulled Jerry aside and I said, I heard that. Just so you know. So when this finally goes down and now we 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 end up at New Orleans. Scott goes and gets dental work and still makes Nitro in New Orleans. Bischoff sits me and Scott down and says, you know, what happened? Well, the fact that there's probably six or seven witnesses that I've already told Eric a, a story and all six of them are consistent. He's now wanting to hear ours. And our story is consistent with the other people's. So he's like, I'm just going to fire them. And Scott said, no, man, don't do that. He says, they, 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 got, they, they got families. They, they, don't fire them. And they didn't fire him. He, did, you know, Eric did not fire them. And then Jerry turned around and sued World Championship Wrestling and Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. And when I got the fucking, I got you know served, I just fucking said to him, I said, "You stupid motherfucker!" I said, "The one person that you could have used." In your defense that you were injured, who heard it, you just fucking, you just put on the opposite team. papers. Yeah. yeah. You fucking, <clears throat> you, you brilliant, brilliant fu- motherfucker. So, long story short, Jerry, of course, is, is disabled and not able to work. And WCW just so happens to get a private investigator to show J- Jerry carrying two or three... D- Solid wooden doors, put them in the back of a pickup truck from the Home Depot. Probably not that disabled. They offered him $150,000 to settle the, the court case, and they fucking apiece. And we're at a deposition. Scott and I sat in the fucking, out in the parking lot before the deposition and probably drank 12 beers each. Went down to our end end of the fucking table. They went there. So they're, they're looking down at us, and we're like this. Fuck you. A so, very professional wrestling deposition. Yes, is, 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 I mean this this is as professional <clears throat> this is, this is prof- as professional as it gets, and so it's it's you know it's not. I'm sorry, it's not a deposition. It's a mediation. Ah. Okay. It's it's a mediation, and they're going. So they're going to offer them the the settlement, and they said we'll take the settlement as long as there's a non disclosure that these two fuckers can't. I said fuck that, man. Like no, I'm telling everybody that you gave up a three hundred thousand dollars job to sue us to take a hundred and fifty and get blackballed from one of the two territories. Fuck that. Like there's no way. I'm not telling everybody what, including, I think I probably called Meltzer. 
I mean, like, no, man, like, fuck that. Like, like, like. You take the money, but you're not going to take the story from yeah, me. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, fuck you, man. Like, uh-uh. And, you know, it was just one of those things that's just like, and I've really, I mean, like, as years went, went by, man, like, like, like Jerry and, and Brian had, like, a really good relationship with Scott and Sean up in Minnesota with Vern. And they always spoke highly of him, so I always, out of osmosis, just and then, you know, move forward now. Jerry, I consider Jerry and Brian both friends of mine because they're the boys. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like you, you, you got to be able to forgive, you know, forgive you know people that have fucking done, you know. So well, I, I think that's somewhere in the Lord's prayer, like any other sport. Yeah, where there's physicality in the, the football, basketball, you're going to have heated tempers. You're going to have situations like this. And the locker room incidents we're talking about, that we're talking about, were born out of things that happened outside in in the public and in the eye. Maybe just everybody, if the if the temperature goes down. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Everyone's got it. You know what might help people relax? Might help some workers relaxed? A little get blitzed lit aid might take the temperature down a little. Consider this the high spot of the show brought to you by our guy Mickey Ray Sinatra and the get blitzed lit aid. That's right. It's nano infused Delta 9 THC sip and syrup. Kev got his second shipment. Am I, yes. am I, am I correct? Yes. Yes. And, and uh, I, 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 I mm-hmm. hate to say this, man, but you, you, you guys better get out there and pick this up, man, because... There's there's some bill trying to be passed that's trying to kibosh, you know. Yeah, because, they're trying to shut it. Down, uh, right? Trying to shut it down, and I got a, a beautiful letter for them that they were just so happy to, that 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 um, that to be not only a sponsor of our show and proud of to be a sponsor of our show, but they were very happy that I like put over their product. And the one thing about Sean and I is. We we use like everything that we get from our our sponsors. Absolutely. We use those products, and we we had a thing with that that rocket. What was that thing called? What was it called? It was it was an app. Was well, we can't talk rocket. about it. Well, you want to put it over, right? Rocket money. No, it was rocket money. So it, so. We had an app called Rocket Money, and 
if you want to give up every piece of information, it's like TikTok, basically. Anything that you put on your phone, they, they, they own. And that's the way that, I mean, how else do they get it into your accounts and everything else? And it was very, it was very intrusive. And I think that, you know, it was probably, I found it, I found their app and their requirements to use their app more intrusive than my use of the word fuck. So I just want to go on record is rocket fucking whatever you're called. Fuck you. Rocket mortgage. Fuck you. How's your business doing now, motherfuckers? You know what, though? Make, make him feel better. A teaspoonful. That's right. Just a teaspoon mixed into any beverage like Makes tea. Makes the or- medicine go down. The medicine go down. The medicine go down. Fast but, uh, onset. Five to 15 minutes. Would you concur? New new packaging. They, yes. And, and, and on top of all that, just the fact that they sent me five bottles, but three of them were the key lime because they know that's my favorite. That is your favorite. Yeah. It's like key lime and diet Sprite. Yeah, Michael Hutchinson, you can get all the blowjobs you want. I'll take my blitz. Nano-infused means it goes right into your bloodstream, bypassing the breakdown of the liver, so it works like alcohol, and it's a tolerance killer. This is not gas station Delta 8 bullshit, folks. This is the real deal, THC Delta 9, the THC that you get from marijuana. If you're in Maryland, you can visit them at the Staylit Smoke Shop, but for the rest of us, it's legal now to ship to where you are. So jump on this now, guys, and get enough to last in case uh, Congress yeah, tries to hold in Maryland, this process man, up. You, yeah, you better, you better back up the fucking... Back up the truck in Maryland because yeah. I'm telling you or right even now, now order order a bunch. It's free. It's, hell it's, yeah. it's free. It's it's legal right now. It's yeah. not free. It's legal. No, it's, it, it's, <clears throat> you it, are free to get it. In all it's, 50 as, it's as good of a buzz as Rocket was a bad of a buzz. So go to get blitzed.com. Get dash blitzed.com. Use that promo code K L I Q. It's the only way you're going to get the discount. 15% off. K-L-I-Q. Okay, go to get-blitz.com. And uh, listen, guys, get blitzed like the big man, Kevin Nash. All right, thank you, get blitzed. Um, I don't want to get great, off. Great product. And really, I mean, really sincerely nice nice people to do business with. Yeah, I hope they I hope they don't I, I really fuck around do, with them. Because we're going in the other way, man. We're going to legalization. We're going to... An increased understanding and acceptance. If you guys were part of our Click This TV Nash and Friends, we spent a lot of time with Rob Van Dam talking about alternatives to the goddamn opioids that everyone's totally fine with fucking prescribing and filling people, teenagers and fucking adults, full of. But people that try to go uh, get a little more uh, natural alternative to this, they're going to mess with. So. Hopefully this works out for Get Blitzed and, and everybody else in the uh, in the cannabis industry. Well, I th- you, you were you were, you were happy with uh, tuning into a little Bill Maher. You were trying to get that in before the show. Oh yeah, I know you you you. It was very important. It that was you, uh... no, it was it, so. And I read a lot of shit, you know, and it's it's it, like 
I posted yesterday a picture of me feeding uh, feeding my son a bottle, and a lot of people um, would make a post like, I, I really don't like you. I never liked you as a wrestler. I absolutely can't stand your political views, but I feel for you, man, because I'm a dad. And I want to say to people like, hey, just because we have different political views doesn't mean that I'm a bad guy or you're a bad guy. We just have different political views. Like, would you fucking hate me if I was, because I'm a Tigers fan and you're a Yankees fan? Agreed, a hundred percent. But it's become this is it's gotten very it's, bad. It, it, it's people have gotten implicit permission to hate the person who's different from them. Bill Ma- Bill Maher called it today. It's it's the fucking it's it's a it's the frozen civil war. Like it's a civil war that I mean, but it's just like a frozen civil war. And but he what he said was. And he was on Ari's 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 show on uh, on MSNBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Bill Maher said, you know, he said one of the biggest problems is media shows like this that all they talk about is, oh look, we've got a camera in the courtroom, and Trump is going to be in there, ba 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 ba. And he and Ari said he said, "What well, you you don't think that that'll hurt Trump?" He said, "I think it'll help him." It's obvious, Trump is like at fifty nine percent of the like after Iowa, it's over. He just I mean there just has to be a primary, Iowa, New Hampshire, fucking it's over. Trump is going to fucking be running for president of the United States, and right now Trump is two points ahead of fucking Biden and the general election and a lot of fucking a lot of fucking deals. Well, if he's on the ballot, yes. Right. And he will be. He'll be on the, I guarantee he's on the fucking ballot. So what Mar what Mar said is the fucking left has got to look at what the fuck because I see it all the time, but see, but I, I, I don't cross-examine the left like I do the right. So I don't, to me, it's just like there are people that, that believe, and, and I'm, I'm sure that there's people on, on the left that think that there should be abortion up until fucking conception. I mean... I, it's, it's just like it's so far from I'm I believe in a, a woman's health issues rights I'm kind of up in the air at, at like I, I'm 14 weeks the term right yeah that's... maybe four, 14 I can go 14 that's about as is 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 as far as I print that's just I'm talking about Kevin Nash mm-hmm. not talking about anybody else but you know, and they're saying that where these three and four year old kids are are are, are being uh, 
trans, like change. Uh, oh, gender reassignment. And, yeah, and, 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 and like, it, it, would would a doctor actually do that? No, I don't think they can at that young no. age. But what's happening is, and this is again, this is the fault. Uh, but both sides have their issues, and I think most thinking people understand that. Um, there's a there's an absolution to a lot of philosophy. So, for example. If a five-year-old, you threw that out, right? If a five-year-old comes to a parent and there's gender discussion, you could in this country currently see uh, schools have to uh, address child as a different gender, uh, bathroom arrangements be made, and um, the... The my decision making and my view of myself in the world at five uh, isn't what it was at fifteen, and certainly not at twenty five, thirty five, or forty five. So where do you go with this? Do we go all the right. way back to five? Um, I think these are questions that are valid to discuss. So like you're talking about, where we say no abortion whatsoever, versus where do we? What is the term uh, beyond that? Is the adult carrying the child in significant right. danger? Then is there a, 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 um, a an exclusion made? Um, I watched the yes, thing. Yes, there's, there's so much gray area. I watched the thing on CNN, and it was on Sunday. It was on Anderson Cooper's. Uh, like a, it was, like I was flying home from Austin, and it's basically um, the equivalent of the Underground Railroad to make sure that women in states that have zero abortion rights, yeah, you know, and I mean, they're putting them on Cessnas and I mean, it's, it's, and I, and I look at it and there was this, this woman and she's like, and she's talking to the doctor and the, and the doctor's going to do the procedure. And she says, she says, are you, are you sure you want to go through with this? And, um, she said, would you, you know, I'm, I'm, we're going to do an ultrasound. Would you let, and so they did the ultrasound and she said, "Would you like to see the the, the 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 picture?" And she said, "Yes." So she looked at it and she sat up and cried about this all day. She said, "Do you want to go through with the procedure?" She said, "I have to. I can't feed the three kids I do have." And she said, "Well, there's adoption." And she said, "I couldn't. I couldn't." Like no, that, that it was just, and I just it was one of those things where I just I watched it, and it's just like there's so much, there's so many layers, and so much, and but what what Mar said to me that really struck base was there are so many people that will vote for Donald Trump that don't like him, they don't like what he stands for, but he's just not as bad. In their eyes is what the fucking far left is. And to a degree on a lot of fucking topics, I can see that. Some yeah, some of the woke craziness. Yeah. Um, there there are the human rights issues, which the I mean, a lot of the far right wanna call everything woke. Any any, you know, respect for LGBT community they call woke. So there's the there's the legitimate human rights issues, and then there is the pushing of the envelope, and 
that is what's going to cost the Democratic Party votes because people are tired of it. See, and I'm, 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 I'm tired of a lot of it. Well, when when the whole fucking this pay off the student debt thing, like, fuck, man, I worked 100 hours a week fucking fighting in bars and everything else to make sure that I could pay fucking cash for my wife's college. And I was a scholarship athlete. I got my shit paid for because I fucking, I, I busted my fucking ass. And it's like. But that was an outgrowth of COVID. And the fact that people weren't but in it, a financial situation. But it was before that because Bernie Sanders was, that was one of his. Bernie wants to give everything away for free and I don't yeah. know how he's paying for it. But, yeah, the, but I mean, that's just one of those things that's just like, you know what? Fuck you, because I know I have so many fucking friends that were, yeah, I'm going to go to the University of Michigan, even though I live in Illinois, because I'm a huge fucking Wolverine fan, and I want to cheer for the fucking Wolverines. Fuck you. Do your core courses at the community college next to your fucking house, work a job, and then goddamn go to the University of Illinois and Champaign's a fine school and get your goddamn degree. Fuck you. I ain't paying for it. I don't get, I don't buy a fucking a Bentley driver for fucking six months and go, you know what, fuck, I don't want to pay for this. Somebody's going to turn it in. Maybe the government will pay for it. Fuck you. I drove the same goddamn Mustang for 18 fucking years. I'm a multimillionaire. Oh, Just so- not a fucking asshole. Certain colleges offer courses that other ones don't. That student uh, might have had to go to Michigan. Yeah, right. And not Illinois. Michigan has an excellent theater program, by the way. It's number one in the nation. Um... You know what is number one, too? When you lay on a sheet that keeps you cool because sleeping at the right temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality. If you wake up too hot or cold, I recommend that you look at Miracle Maid's bed sheets. Okay? It's inspired by NASA. Miracle Made uses silver-infused fabrics, and it makes temperature-regulated bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. The other great thing about the silver-infused fabrics is not only that they're very soft. Look at the the lovely lady in that image there rubbing against you. You can have the joy in her face right there. You'll have if you rub that on your face. But you know what? Bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat. It can lead to acne, allergies, stuffy noses. It's really just gross. But Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding, such as pillows, sheets, uh, pillowcases, rather, sheets, comforters. Prevents 99% of bacteria, and it requires three times less laundering. So, self-cooling properties, better sleep quality, self-cleaning, luxurious comfort and quality, and it's designed for your skin. Go to trymiracle.com slash Kevin, Okay trymiracle.com slash Kevin to try Miracle Made Sheets today. Whether you're buying them for yourself or a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you're going to save over 40%. Listen to this deal. And if you use the promo code Kevin at checkout, you get three free towels and you save an extra 20%. They're so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to TryMiracle.com slash Kevin and use the code Kevin to claim your free three-piece towel set. Save over 40% off. Again, that's TryMiracle.com slash Kevin to treat yourself. And thank you so much, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this segment.
of our show, being a part of Click This. Um, Mama just got a new set of those. I have the um, the dark gray ones, the uh, yeah, we have, that's, the space we have gray. The, yeah. I dig those. Um, and it's uh, it's time for the stiff one of the week. It's time for the stiff one of the week. Do you know Mike Tyson at all? I wanted to ask. You. I actually saw Mike. Uh, we we um, spoke for him had had a moment, and uh, yeah, I know him. We we spoke in Austin. Oh, just this past weekend. Yeah, That's funny yeah, that saw, you say that. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you. I think he, he he'd be a great Nash and Friends guest. Yeah, Mike was there, and, and Rick and 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 Rick was there. The Nature you, Boy. You spent some time with Nature too. I know. Just right. but, yeah, but you know, Rick and Mike both have great gigs. Man, they come in. They're they're uh, petitioned off where the people can they can look at them, and they're expensive, and they make their money, and they go. Mm-hmm. Did you know Mike from? Uh, from his time in WWE? No, I've just known Mike. I, knew, I, I I think the first time I met Mike was when he was living in in Phoenix. Oh, that's right. You were out there. Yeah. I think we were at each other in a strip joint. I believe that. He was a huge wrestling fan. And, uh, yes. I, and I'm a, I've always been a huge, a huge oh, I was, boxing fan. Uh, man, I was a boxing fan. I was a huge Tyson. Oh, I mean, God. I was a teenager, so it I was mean, like... fucking. I don't think that we we had a little our house now that we built onto, but back then it was like it was like a twenty two hundred square foot little rental house, uh, and we had it was the uh, Lewis Tyson fight. We had fifty three people <laughs> in the fucking this downstairs that you wouldn't even believe. It, it was. It looked like a Japanese fucking uh, commuter train standing to watch this fucking. It was unbelievable. Those were great. The Lennox Lewis Tyson fights. God, how many of those were there? Were there three? Two. Uh, I, I think there were yeah. two. I, I just. Were two. I, I just. Man, I just. The Holyfield Tyson. There were two. Also, I just. He's the only guy that, like, when he would get beat, that I would just like. It would. It, it, it would like haunt me for like weeks right because it was like seeing a superhero yeah like just, yeah it was just he was like such a fight with just it was just so good to see him i just i wanted to like put my arm my arm around and give him a kiss on the forehead like i love you mike but he was uh, he was busy i just stuck my head and he said hey what's up nash i say hey, mike and we just kind of we just shook hands and, you know i just i didn't want to fucking tie up his shit but i definitely i wanted to you know i wanted to pay my respects when you're wearing the Don King shirt today, too, so it's a... This is King, which is a... It's a, This is from uh, G-Code, and it's a natural... Um, it's a, a capsule that you take. Um, G-Code.com, I'm sure you could find it. And it's, uh, it increases your, your testosterone, your free testosterone. Like, this is, this is like the one that uh, Thomas and... Uh, Oh, who's who's a little tiny quarterback? The guy Doug Flutie. Cup. Yeah, yeah. So this is the this is this is the the one that goes against that whatever the fuck <laughs> they sell at uh, GNC. Gar- the garbage from GNC. Frank Thomas looks like he's fucking holding forty pounds of water, and Flutie looks like CM Punk on fucking a bender. So this is the fucking real deal. Get you All some right. king. 
Get you some king and some blue chew and see if you can't take your take mama for a four Ooh. minute ride. The, right. We had the three minute orgasm last yeah, week. So you can get to go four. for four. Well, this week we have Game Time stepping in to sponsor the uh, Stiff ah. One of the Week, our friends here. Guys, GameTime.co, C O. Download the app. Um, I have it on my phone, and I've used it to get tickets, to buy tickets. Last-minute tickets are what they specialize in, but you know you can buy tickets months, as long as they're on sale, up to the event. Best thing about this, I don't even need the script for this. I love this app so much. Best thing about this, you can go by a list. You can sort by price or section, or you can get a map of your stadium or your arena that you're uh, Let's that do your Pearl Jam in. Chicago. Pearl Jam Chicago. Is this happening? Uh, I think it's... A- Coming in the next couple of days. Steve, bring it up on there so we could show it on the big screen there uh, on game time. And uh, you can click the seats. You get a view of the stage. I wanted to go with my buddy. Seats. I wanted to go with my buddy George, but I've just I got, to, I got too much fucking shit to do. But he said it's in it's in Chicago. Right? Yeah. Well, oh, you fly up my, for it? Oh. Yeah, my buddy George from Detroit. I was he and I were going to go. Nine seven. That's tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, so zoom in there. Let's see what we got there. What do we have? Okay, so there. So take a look at that. So the prices of those uh, specific seats show up. You click on the seat. And um, if, if, I mean, if you want it, you buy that. Uh, and there's the view. You can see what it looks like from that particular seat. It's that simple, guys. And if you want the seat, I see 88 bucks. You can get in there for $88 a ticket. Look, uh, Steve, go to section like 229. Zoom into 220. $65. Literally. 65 bucks. you could be in there. That's at the top, top. But you go one section down. I you'd, saw, have to run a, you'd have to run a catheter from there. Yeah. One section down. I think 227 I saw it seats yeah. for under 100 Yeah, $91, 226 So anyway, so this is in real time, guys. This is not a gimmick. We just logged on here, and this is how it works, okay? You want it, you click it. It popped up in my wallet on my iPhone, and I just had to show it at the door, guys. Browse (coughs) through the app. uh, Take a look at what you might even not not even know stuff that's coming up. And they have very complete listings by area. So I just type in my city, uh, and it shows all the arenas around me, New York, Jersey. Great app. to uh, order it so it is the place to go guys for last minute tickets i want you to snag the tickets without the stress and that's what game time does for you download the game time app create an account use the code click k-l-i-q you're going to get 20 bucks off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code click k-l-i-q for 20 dollars off download it today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed today's um a stiff one is Mike Tyson, and I don't know why an interviewer would want to make their bones and think that they're going to get some coverage by testing Mike on their talk show. But this guy makes uh, uh, a, a pretty. Oh, this bad... is this is the one where he tells Mike he can't. He basically can't curse because it's live TV. Yeah, yes. yeah, Go yeah. Ahead. I've seen this. <laughs> Now, some of your critics would say, you know, there's a race for mayor. We know you're a convicted rapist. This could hurt his campaign. How would you respond to that? Hey, um, I don't know who said that. You don't even want to say that. You know what I mean? And I don't have no comment to that, you know, because it's negative and you're being negative. And 
I, 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 met, I met the mayor, right. and nothing they can do about it. We actually had a really good time. We, we, we talked about George Chevallo, who's a legend in your city, great man, with whom Mike spent quite a bit of time yesterday talking about his Look at Mike. Look at Mike. So interesting, you come across like a nice guy, but you're really a piece of shit. Hey, with that come comment. on, come on. That's, no, that was a piece of fuck you. That was a piece of shit. You know, we're, we're, doing, we're doing live TV. Man, I don't care. What are you going to do about it? All right. You got, a, you got a show that you're doing tonight. We are. You know, a lot of people we are. are where it comes raw and it's the real truth. Yeah, a lot of it's people the truth. be there to see your show. Just tell us a bit about it. Um, it's a, you know, it speaks for itself. Everyone saw the show. All right. It's a Broadway production. It went to Vegas. It went to actually 28 cities in the United States. And we're really, really proud to bring it here. And we're actually going to Monaco on October 9th. We're going to be in Monte Carlo. Right. Is it nerve-wracking for you to do something like this, or is it more nervous for you to box? How does it compare? I don't know. Um, it's more nerve-wracking for me to hear talking to a rat piece of shit like oh, you. come on, Mike. No, because you're a piece of shit. All right, really we're gonna we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this interview. We're thank you for thank you for coming in. Fuck you. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's a reason why I love the man. <laughs> that was, you know, by the way, that Mike and the manager there. That was me and you at Hyde Park when you were getting your steak <laughs> delivered. It's fine. It's fine. Fuck, fuck you, you rat piece of shit. Florida man and Jersey guy has returned. It's everyone's favorite segment. Florida man, Jersey guy. We're back to the boys for this one here. Um, time to wake up, yep. <laughs> stretch, take your King testosterone, whatever gimmick you got there. Uh, drink your colostrum, drink, drink your tit juice there. Um, actual headline, one from Florida man, one from a Jersey guy. Kevin will use his, um, seemingly supernatural powers to decipher, which here's the first headline. Man allegedly beat grandmother to death with hammer, then called housekeeper to clean up the bloody scene. And case pork roll employee claims he was fired for farting too much. Man beats grandmother to death with the I'm hammer. Going, calls I'm going hammer. hammer, Florida and pork roll, Jersey. Done. Done. Barely a challenge anymore. Well, you, 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 he, he killed somebody with in, in a fucking in a in a motel. I mean, oh, I thought maybe he had a housekeeper. I thought maybe he was from. Uh, oh no, this is housekeeping. <laughs> this, this is a motel. This is fucking a one sixty eight weekly fucking gimmick. <laughs> See, I made it easy. I didn't realize I. No, did. nobody in Florida fucking eats pork. <laughs> there you go golden gate florida florida sheriff's office arrested a blood-soaked man after he allegedly beat his grandmother to death with a hammer and severely injured his grandfather police say they caught the alleged killer after he and there's the charming individual there that's uh anthony michael carrado of naples florida it's gonna fuck me up man i could have made it i was gonna get in the business yeah <laughs> <laughs> He has a little punk to him, doesn't he? Have a little. I'm getting a little Phil vibes. Yeah, he makes me. He's got the look where I want to punch him right in the face. Like I said, I'm getting Phil vibes. And then the pork you're fucking, roll employee, you, 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 you rat, fucking, you rat bastard, you rat bastard, <laughs> you, you rat piece of shit. I think it was. Former employee of Case Pork Roll in Trenton, New Jersey, claims he was fired from his job as a controller for farting too much. Richard Clem filed a lawsuit against the company. Uh, and says his extreme gas and uncontrollable diarrhea 
were a result of a life-saving uh, gastric pipe bypass surgery he underwent. Um, I think it's disgusting. This is all very embarrassing, he told the Daily News. Fact is, I was a loyal and trusted employee for 10 years. What M- do makes you, you Makes you want to stay away from pork. Yeah. It's not, not an advertisement. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he was indulging in his I think product was. as a controller, but... Uh, I, I got a, I got a, I got a, a, a suspicion. A suspicion, a sneaking suspicion. Yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion that it is time to defend our three and O record oh. this week. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, DraftKings has uh, put us in a contest along with all the other podcasts, all the ones uh, in the um, on the network here to pick three games during football season every week college or pro we went three and oh last week okay we had tennessee giving 28 covered <coughs> um what did we have uh minnesota uh, no um, yeah we had nebraska uh, we had the nebraska get, getting seven getting against, seven against minnesota they barely fucking covered they lost by three right right didn't they they oh, lost no, no, they... by four. I thought it was that was a fourteen ten. I thought it was there. Okay, and um... three. Yeah, no, they they, they it was it was ten ten. They fumbled. They came back down, and they kicked a field goal. Either freaking way, we went three and zero. Right. And uh, so, but we decided this week once again, since you know we don't have a track record yet for the NFL. Uh, nothing established, no games played, but we have some stuff to work for, work with for college. So we went entirely college once again. So here are the official click this three picks. Get ready, Dom. You got to send this out to the the DraftKings folks. They are. Um, we are going to give three points um, to Nebraska. We're taking Colorado minus three. In Nebraska. other words, Nebraska, you shit the bed so poorly last Oof. week that we are fucking we're th- and 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 prime time. Prime time ain't losing his home opener in in, in Boulder. Uh, UCLA, we're giving fourteen and a half uh, to San Diego State. It was God, I had that fucking out of, out of Vegas at thirteen and a half. It, it might have been 13, but uh, we have to go by the uh, the ESPN line as per DraftKings. Right. That'll probably kill us. And uh, we are getting 13 by taking uh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville State, State. Um, against CCU. Uh, so those are the three picks. So CCU got beat by UCLA. We're turning right. that around. Trying to do some taking UCLA and uh, taking trying, Jackson State. Yeah, we're trying against. to. Do, I mean, it's kind of hard when you're just putting this shit together when you've got nothing to go on. So we're trying. Well, hey, it worked pretty damn well last week. So. Yeah, we're just trying to, to put some variables together, though. So and we, uh, we, I mean, it was we talked about taking the Lions in the points against the Chiefs, but. What is this? Was it six? Six and a half. See, seven and a half. Fucking, I'd have, I'd have taken the line over a touchdown. Yeah, that's true too. Right. Over, over. But it's just, I don't want, I don't want to bet against Mahone. 
I know he's gonna do, he's gonna do well, but I just feel that the the Chiefs just, defense is suspect, and the the Lions can put I some just, points on the board. Yeah, but at the same time, and the Lions, man, the corner the corners. I just there was some there was some some coverage issues, and some of the I know it's preseason. I just like I I just don't want to bet. Pros is too competitive. Yeah. When there's when there's so many fucking just like easier picks out there. Yeah, and the line hasn't moved. I've, I've uh, no. it, Kansas City. Oh, it's, oh, it's four and a half. It's four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that's and that's four and a half. So <laughs> all the money, all the money went, went went with the Lions. You know what was six and a half? My my computer that I put the information into said that the line should have been. Six and a half. I think that's where I got six and a half from. Okay. All right. Listen, either way, DraftKings can make this happen for you if you've got uh, the skill that the crew here at the Click This podcast has in going 3-0. and um, Actually, Dom played our parlay last week. He played those three games and actually won on his uh, DraftKings How, how much did you win, Dom? Let's see. Uh, bet five dollars, one thirty-four for Christ's sake. But listen, nice. if you uh, increase that exponentially and dropped fifty, would have won three forty. Listen, guys, football is back in full swing. Is what all this means. Another week of epic games. We're going into week two. When you hear this, and who's got you covered on the action for every single game? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet five dollars. On football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out. No way. On the action this season, all DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Right, So get in on the action. NFL Week 2 action is what we're talking about with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code TKNP, the Kevin Nash podcast, to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code TKNP. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www www.sot1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for gambling. Uh, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Uh, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. C sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire uh, seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. But um, now, so... We, we talked about punk. We talked about the punch. We've talked, we've, we've gotten some comparisons to some incidents that you lived through and experienced and, and witnessed. Now I read that punk wanted to make an appearance in a, well, first wanted to in a WWE ring for the Royal Rumble when he was first having issues with AEW months ago. And then, um, please do, motherfucker, because I'll ask Paul to put me in that bitch. <laughs> I was going to ask you, uh, knowing some people over there, as you do, um, is that, by the way, th- there's been no indication that WWE is was open to this. I'll be is- on the horn tomorrow to see if we can't make that happen. Uh, because there's there is a uh, when is there August when is there uh, Chicago paper sucker punch sucker punch me skinny fat boy when is the me or or, or oh fucking oh well, they're skinny fat boy. short order fucking I apologize to Waffle House at this point in my career for, for actually calling him a short order Waffle House cook my bad fuck well you. I like the more natural build fuck, on fuck you Phil. Yeah, I I like I always like my wrestlers to have birthing hips. So there's some speculation as there's a Chicago pay per view planned for Survivor Series. Yeah, because you know what, man, selling that fucking company for nine billion bucks, boy, what you need, and, and on a ship that's fucking sailing on fucking crystal clear water is some fucking asshole to fucking stir shit go back and watch the promo that fucking triple h cuts on him and he's sitting in the chair he says problem with you is you're just like me and he just it, it, it's fucking gold anybody out there look up look up the the uh, triple h cm punk uh promo where punk's sitting in the chair and and, and punk it, it, with his fucking, what was that thing he used to give everybody? A pipe job? Yeah, the pipe job. Yeah, so he was, I think he wanted to give Paul a pipe job. And, you know, so he's, he's like, you know, say, hey, I'll give you a pipe job or whatever the fuck his, his gimmick was. And then he, he said, I got a fucking Pepsi tattoo. And Paul said, yeah, go fuck yourself. And he beat him. So after Taker beat him, after everybody else, because. Everybody just beats the fucking guy because they just, he, he just, like, dude, you fucking, thank God, thank God that he's got the Duffy Wrestling League in Duffy, Georgia on the show Heels. Heels. Because I did see him in the last episode, though he didn't have any dialogue, he looked interested in what was going down because there's an L.A. based, uh, Entity that's doing streaming that's thinking about buying into the DWL. 
So if you're not watching fucking Heels, you're not getting your chance to fucking get your CM Punk Phil. See what I did there? CM Punk Phil. Phil. Get it. Very well done. So you're in a WWE office. You're Vince hey, McMahon. Hey, you're hey, Paul Levesque. Sean, yes. Sean. Yes. Yeah, I got no heat with this guy. I'm just fucking mad. After last week, the fucking Those fucking were ratings back. were amazing. Yeah, fuck it, right? It's just just yeah, milk, this, milk this motherfucker this. as long as we can. Like, fuck that. Like, all we need the, now is we gave Steve enough right now to fucking. We got to, we got a 75,000 hits just on that one right there. Okay, go ahead. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to do that, you know. I, uh, oh, I, can, I can work in the ring with you here, oh, too. Yeah. No. Oh, you know, but see, that alone will be a separate little fucking pickup of course yeah i was already i was already writing the note that steve has to cut out the get blitz commercial so we can go right from the previous roddy piper talk into the cm punk talk without the commercial break but steve see steve i'm learning this gig (laughs) he'll get the hang of it soon yeah yeah listen i have a serious question okay you're vince you're 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 paul and punk comes and you entertain a meeting. Does he come he's, while he's got a tie around his neck? Around his neck. <laughs> he comes and goes. He he says, guys, we did great business together here. There's an opportunity to cash in on some of the residual effect of what's already out there. That stuff isn't going to happen here. This is a different level. I've been here before. I know how the wwe operates let's cash in on this sorry dude you're you're no no, he's he's already put himself on the mantle right next to the ultimate warrior go shake the ropes buddy you're you fucking you're proving that you're fucking you're you're punching fucking you're punching luke perry's son sucker punching luke perry's son you're lucky fucking old man spelling ain't around he'd have you fucking murdered but this is, pro- I'm just, I, I hate to be calling about it, but this is professional wrestling. And I don't what's, think it's what's impossible. The f- what's, what's the upside? Business. I- intrigue. Uh, ink. Digital ink. Uh, on, on the on the sites. You know, there, there's a competitor again. Not saying they're going to overtake uh, I'm them. I'm sorry. But, uh, what? What? what, what? <laughs> There's another company now that shares that shares the news with them. Right. It's American Motors. They got a javelin. They're fucking doing a hell of a deal. I heard they got a matador and a gremlin next. Mm. Get the fuck out of here. No chance. No, no. chance in what's, hell. What's the, there's no upside. I, I don't know. I, on I, top I do, of that, I think, on top I of that, something fucking... interesting could be made of it. I don't know whether they want to bother or take the chance, but I wouldn't say that there's absolutely no storyline up. Maybe if you fucking work with Becky Lynch, I mean, something like that. Had a great match. Okay. Just curious. Curious how the now, business works. You know works. what, man? It ain't my company. No, of course. And But my whole thing is he obviously doesn't need the money. Because if he did, he wouldn't fucking. I fucking have never. Okay. One of the smartest guys, business wise, that I've, I've, I've met 
since I got into this industry was the, was the Macho Man. Oh. And two things. Number one, never take yourself out of the fucking game. Number two, always be trying to grab the fucking brass ring. Keep yourself in fucking shape. Be ready because when that fucking top guy goes down and he will, they got no choice but to put your fucking belt on you. All right, Randy. No, fucking listen to me. Randy, all right, all right. I, I got it. Keep yourself in the fucking game. Go for the brass ring. What did he do? Took himself out of the game, made himself look like an ass because he sucker punched a smaller guy. Fuck, man. Come on. And you're going to reward you're going to reward him and put him in a fucking locker room with men? Oh, okay. Man. Fuck no. Uh, Meltzer uh, reported that um, the AEW brand split concept is over. So the dynamite and collision, which I thought, I, I questioned whether the roster was. Listen, I, I, WWE. I, 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 and I hate to, I mean, I'm, I hate to cut you off, but like Scott well, would always right say, ahead. They're not hate, to, hate to cut you off, but I will. Um, they, I think they sat down and realized they just didn't have a, enough white luchadors to evenly split them to the two brands. So um, I think that was that was, uh, was was one of the things. When WWE did the brand split, 2002, first time, they had absorbed the WCW roster. ECW. And in a smaller sense, the ECW roster. Right. So now they've doubled in size. So they had to do something. I was not a fan of the brand split. I think it it kind of devalued. I never, I, 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 to this day, I still don't get it. Yeah, because a lot of people took like to me. I my my DVR is set on Raw. Wherever Raw goes, I set my DVR. That's that's my show that I watch. Right. It's like the NFL going. All right, we're going to have an NFL A, which is going to keep Monday and night then football. When AEW came on, I set it for Wednesdays. Hmm. And I still don't have SmackDown, and I still don't have, what is it, Collision that's Saturday? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now that it's fucking football season, are you fucking kidding me? Right, but I'm saying the WWE's roster could support it. Whether it worked or not is different. I wasn't a fan. But yeah. when I when they were adding the Saturday show, I I, I, I thought it was odd that they, it, we're it's time for a brand split in AEW. You know, really? So, all right, so that's over. But to go back to... Um, Can we say something first, though, that, 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 that hasn't been addressed? How about fucking a round of applause for fucking A.W. and Tony for fucking putting 80,000 seats in Wembley for the fucking crew that went out there, including Punk and Joe... Went out there and fucking had a hell of a fucking show, top to bottom. And my biggest fucking thing is, instead of that fucking being a monumental fucking moment for that company, and it, for it, I mean, it should be like, what what comes out on Monday is the CM Punk story. Yeah, 
that shits on top of that whole. I mean, God. I mean, Jericho did a job for for Oscar. I mean, it's just like, come on, man. Like all the shit that that, that happened that night, and all the work that was put into it. And no one's talking about the card. They're not talking about the card. They're not talking. You know what? It's like. And then you ask me, fucking. Do you think they should bring Punk in? Oh yeah. That's exactly what I I want to put fucking 90,000 90, people in the SoCal Arena over two nights of WrestleMania and then fucking come Monday morning have the fucking the talk be about some cocksucker who's probably got one of the seven worst bodies ever to fucking hold the belt, if not the worst body ever to fucking hold the belt. And I don't give a fuck if you're straight edge or whatever the fuck you are. They still, you know what? There's there's some fucking natural guys in this fucking world that actually have fucking some muscle. Well, it's trending media now. You see, the Dove commercials have people with skin conditions in them, so maybe this is where wrestling's going. I don't know. I just they, well, they listen. Just... They they did they did the beat. They were the Beatles at Shea, right? Yeah, they were the Beatles of shape, but fucking CM Punk was Jim Morrison came out and fucking pulled his cock out before they could get help out. I mean, it's like all they're talking about is fucking the indecent ex- exposure of Jim Morrison. <sighs> nice well, feed. <laughs> well put. It gave you the chin. <clears throat> yeah. Good God. Fresh. Uh, with HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You know exactly what I'm talking about if you've been listening to this show. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. It's great. It's so easy to do the way they, they lay out the cards with the instructions. and I mean, your kids can jump in and do it with you, too. Um if you ever wish you could spend less time planning, shopping, and cooking for the family and more time with them, do this. From easy time-saving breakfasts and family dinners to kid-approved lunches and snacks, HelloFresh has what it takes to keep everyone, including you, happy and satisfied. HelloFresh takes the stress out of mealtime by delivering fresh ingredients and easy recipes right to your door. This fall, skip that extra trip to the grocery store and have dinner ready in no time with America's number one meal kit. A new season is here and it calls for new meals, and HelloFresh has a fresh fall lineup of delicious dinners and more to choose from. Take your pick from 40 weekly recipes that suit your lifestyle from veggie to family-friendly to fit and wholesome. I like it because it exposes me to things that I would not have chosen to cook. I don't have a, a very wide breadth of things in my mind. So great suggestions. Everything comes, all of the ingredients right there. And I'm trying new things that I wouldn't have before. Okay, And you guys can do the exact same thing. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50click. Use the code 50click for 50% off, plus 15% off the next two months. I'll repeat that. 50-click, K-L-I-Q. 50% off, plus 15% off 
the next two months. Unbelievable. It's highly encouraged that you go there and enjoy America's number one meal kit. Thank you very much, HelloFresh. Always happy to eat your meals and to, uh, to turn others on to you. If I could get one before my mother-in-law eats them all. Oh, she tears through it, huh? No, she she, she takes them and she, she her and my my brother-in-law like cook like to cook and they like they like doing these together. Hashtag Ask Nash is how you have access to Kevin Nash every week. Like Joe Clementchik, who says Kevin. It's always a downer to see the clip of Butterbean knocking out Bart Gunn and ending his career. What was your takeaway from all of that? With Billy still going strong, I can only imagine how many years Bart still had in front of him. What did you think of that whole uh, uh, the legit fighting? What, uh, what's, what's the upside? Yeah, I don't know. I marked for it as a fan. I mean, it... it, 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 it killed uh steve williams you know dr death was like you know bulletproof mm-hmm. <laughs> it just wasn't uh, you know i think was, everyone in retrospect agrees it was a, a tremendous risk for very little reward yeah i'm, I'm not good. i'm not doing a shoot fight with for for, for 75 dollars fucking tv pay <laughs> jesus Salvatore, Sean, could you ask Nash if Stallone is wearing a piece? His hair is very suspect. Do you know if he wears a rug? Well, last time I woke up next to him, no, I, I have no last time idea. You ran your hands through his hair. It was I don't know. I mean, he could nowadays. You just get the surgery. I think. I mean, you I get don't think plugs. Anyone, yeah, anyone in Hollywood would bother taping a rug to their head. You just get that. Machine gimmick sticks all that st- uh, replants your uh, follicles. That's the word I'm looking. For. Yeah, it looks, all right, that, that, looks all right, that might be a rug. But that's for a part, right? He's in. He's in on a set there, I think. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't spend enough time with him, uh, you know, on his on his yacht or in one of his. It's one of the. He's one of those guys that. You go to any fucking Caribbean island and they, they take you on a, a somebody, you know, put you on a, a boat and drive you around. They're like, that's Stallone's place. It's like, him and Nicolas Cage have a, a crib on every Caribbean island in the world. You know, I forgot to talk about this on the air. When I was in Bermuda a few weeks ago, I go into the, the, uh, I went into a jewelry store to get my wife a ring. And uh, I walk in. You know, they're always waiting for the, you know, the uh, tourists to walk in. And the dude goes to me. He goes, hey, listen, uh, you have that wrestling show? I said, what? I'm in Bermuda now. I don't expect that in Bermuda. You expect it here. Right. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, the kid in the back told me to ask you, you know, so. So our reach is pretty strong uh, into Bermuda. So we're over in Bermuda. We're over in fucking Bermuda. Sweet. And in Diamonds International specifically. Sweet. Uh, from the audience, what do we have here? Anyone? Um, uh, too hard and fierce. What advice do you uh, do? You wish someone had told you when you were young in the business. 
I think I had some pretty damn good advice. No, Anything you learned later that you were like, eh? Not really. Okay. Props to Jody. Props to, I mean, just to the, to the people that, that I mean, Rick Rude took me under his wing. Rick was smart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Henning and Scott and Sean were all smart. I tell you, yeah, you fell into a good crowd. I hung, I hung around for a year when I was a champion and spent a ton of, ton of time with Vince. Mm. You know, bearskin rug or not? We had we had Mach, is was a mentor, and I had you know at Terry and Rick and see. I mean, one thing I'll say about my career is like. Probably that, that for a ten-year span, the guy across from me was a Hall of Famer. Like every night I went to the ring was 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 somebody that was just, whether it be Bret Hart or Booker T or Jeff Jarrett, Scott Hall, Hulk, Rick, Steiners. I mean, everybody, everybody yeah. was a Hall. You know, it just. Uh, someone else in the audience. This could be you, too, if you go to clickthistv.com, sign up, join. It's only $9.99 a month. You get to hang with us on every uh, every episode, ask some questions, watch us work live, watch us bring the wrong graphics up for commercials, and, uh, you know, do a Nash and Friends every month. David Van Boglen. Uh Kevin, having as many surgeries and injuries you've went through, which one was the most painful or took the longest for you to recover from? Longest was the quad, quad quadricep tear because you're basically tearing you know, the, the whole front of your leg off and it retracts. So they've mm. got to pull it down and then stitch it to the... Now they've got to use cat gut and they've got to drill holes through your patella and then pull that down and anchor it. So you can't... It's, it's non-weight-bearing for 30 days. So for me, because my shoulders were so beat up, and I weighed 315, 320 at the time. Um, I was in a wheelchair for 30 days. And I'll never forget the first time I was standing at the Embassy Suites in Birmingham. And I just was, just, it was rehabbing twice a day. And in the middle of the uh, rehab area was a little, uh, they had a, a body master's uh, workout set of one of every every piece of body mass equipment so i would continue i was i was doing one body part a day so i'd do my morning rehab which would take two or three hours then i would do like say chest go have lunch come back and then um do my my evening rehab leave around five o'clock get back to the embassy suites and go up, shower, wheel myself down, and go to the Ruth Chris, and one night have the fillet, the next night have the salmon, back and forth. <laughs> uh, and they had a pen folds, uh, a Ben 318 Shiraz, and they had another, I want to think it was, it was a Hess, but it was like a, I think it was that purple label Hess that they had, so I switched those wines up. Were you in Birmingham? Because what's that famous doctor that all the boys? Doctor Andrews. 
Okay, so that's who you saw. But also, Kevin Wilk is 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 the re, was the rehab guy, and uh, Kevin's. Yeah, I mean he's he's just world renowned for for his rehab, and I mean he's out every weekend, you know, speaking to somebody about you know, because when you, I always tell this to people, you know, when when they say, well, you know, I'll say who's your orthopedic, they'll say so and so. I'm like, well, I'm not familiar with him. Who is he with? And they'll say, oh, he's with so and so hospital. I'm like. No, like he's not with the team. They're like, no, I'm like, no. Like, if you're going to an orthopedic surgeon, and his forte is not to get a guaranteed salaried athlete back on the field, so the team doesn't have to eat it, like you're going to the wrong guy. And so. I was blessed, you know, that that I had so many. I mean, not I wasn't blessed that I had so many surgeries, but I was I was blessed because, you know, I had Doctor Andrews did I think he did seven or nine, and then Brad Holman is my orthopedic surgeon now. He's got a place that's that's close. It's in a Celebration, but mm-hmm. he's got his own he's he's got his own surgical center now. And Dr. Holman uh, has done, I think, my last seven surgeries. So mm. I'll tell you, I had, a, I had an incredible breakthrough. I was So I went to Austin, and I walked upstairs Thursday night. I got in late. It was 103 shoot degrees, not feels like. It was 103 degrees at 8.05. So I got in, and I was, I was just tired from traveling. And I said, I'll, 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 I'll get up and, and train chest in the morning. So I looked, and I thought it was a Smith machine. So when I got up you know, the next day to, to train, it was a hammer strength um, power rack. So in order for me to train, I was going to have to do actual free weight inclines, which I haven't done in, I mean, I don't know. Five years probably, I, mm. I, you know, because just my shoulders have been so bad. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to miss my workout, so I'm going to go ahead. So I start with a bar, 45-pound bar, and because I've been doing so much machine work now, I don't even do Smith, I do machine work that my upper chest is so tight that to get the, the I couldn't get, the with no weight, I couldn't get the bar to push you know, to push down to where I could put the the actual bar on my clavicles. I hate that when I do that. Yeah. So I, I put a quarter on each side, and, and that was – so then I, I put a 45. So I was going – 135 was my, 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 my first work set. And I said, I'm just going to do 12, nothing stupid. And I popped it out, and I did it, and it sounded <laughs> – what I can't, the, 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 my shoulders, the sound of, of the, the, the popping and grinding of my shoulders was so loud that there was a guy in the gym, a young guy, that was, he was a rigger that was setting up the lighting for the Jonas Brothers who were in town in Austin uh, that, that night. And he's like, and I'm thinking to myself, this is loud because I'm hearing it in my head. Right. You don't realize and I hear it's this, traveling. And I hear this, and I, I, I rack the fucking weight, and the guy goes, 
dude, what was making that noise? I said, oh, that was my shoulders. He goes, that's got to fucking kill. And I went, no. No, it didn't. So I, I put another 25 on, go 185. And I, I said, I'm just going to do eight. So I do, I do four sets of, of 185 eight for, for eight reps. And I haven't done it in forever. And then I go over, I do some cable crossovers. And I go over and I, I, I do um, flat um, benches. And they only had up to 80s. And I only went to 70s, but I did them this way, you know, where I, I kept it off off my, my I hit my chest and I didn't put it out where I was doing any that. And I woke up, so I, I, I get through my workout and I do the labs and I say, okay, I'm, I, I, I'll get through the day, but I want to wake up tomorrow, man, and I'm going to be paralyzed. I woke up and I, I went in there and I'm washing my hair and I got both hands and I'm scrubbing away and I'm like, when was the last time you fucking did that with no pain? It's like, I don't know if I had scar tissue or whatever. You, bro- what, you were breaking out? I had to have broken through. So today was chest day and I went to my, my normal machine that, I, that I've been doing and the heaviest I go is around 235, 240. My second set was 250. I finished at 285 for 10 reps. And I'm like, A, I went to Bio Accelerator in May. This is my second time down there. My third time for stem cells. I went to, T- to Tijuana in between those. So... This last round of bioaccelerator stem cells has done wonders. Mm. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if you can. I mean, I got a white shirt on, but I mean, my my shoulders are are. I'm, I'm putting size on, which it's 64. I I shouldn't be putting size on, and I I haven't upped my dosage in testosterone or any of that shit because if I if I upped my dosage, I'd run out because I I'm given the precise amount to get me for 12 weeks. Hmm. So I'm like, wow, man. Like, so bioaccelerator, Medellin, uh, Eric's the boss. I, I, if you guys want, if get a hold of click this. If there's, it, It's not cheap, but I'll see what I can do to get anybody out there some kind of a click this discount or whatever. Um, so it was just... Um, I just, I just wanted to, to, to go into that because this bioaccelerator has really like invigorated my life. Like it's just, like it, it, yeah. I feel, I really feel like I'm, I'm, I'm going to make, I've got something to like to, to really strive for now. And, um, I forget what, how I got, how I got there. Well, I could build on that by, by something to strive for and going with workouts and whatnot. Rocky Monroe asks you, he said, I was listening to the Steve Austin podcast and you talked about waxing your anus and how doing so would apparently silence your gas. Now I need to know. Should I have went a rib? I, di- I didn't listen. I don't know. Wax it's important to Rocky. 
I mean, I, I know that I had my anus, I had my anus waxed for Magic Mike because I had a tea back, and I, and so I would get my anus waxed for that. But you know, there's the whole Penn State thing. Yeah, but right. um, I, I think that the last time I really got my my anus waxed was uh, at uh, Saint Sebastian's. What the hell? Anyone in the audience want to wrap us up? <laughs> it's that time of night. Uh, WWE DXECW. I disagree with Kevin on the punk situation, and that's okay. But anybody has to be. Um, but anybody has to be sleep if you think punk is the problem here. He was surrounded by jealous children that set him up. Brit being very controversial. Hold anyone... on, let's go back to that. All right. And well, maybe this plays. Maybe this is the actual question. Is this is this somebody from our our, our, our crowd? Yeah, this is the young lady that sleeps with the rugrat towel uh, blanket. Okay, so and you were there. No, maybe she's. You, have you been backstage in, in wrestling? Or are you just like fangirling? Speculating. Did anyone hear Mark Henry on Busted Open? You can hear in his voice that firing Punk was the wrong decision. Punk isn't the problem. AEW's the problem. And they've uh, they've had problems before Punk, even before Punk. Was he set up? Could this have been a thing? Well, you know what? I might be wrong. The Punk love is strong, Kevin. The I, Punk love is strong out there. Yeah. Well, ask, ask Tony Khan how fucking strong it is. <laughs> she goes, oh, he called me out by name. <laughs> we love you, Britt. Don't worry about it. Uh, don't yell at me, Uncle Kev. <laughs> what do we got? Anyone else? Join in before my face hits the keyboard here. What do we got? Who's batting cleanup? Hey, Uncle Kev, long time no speak. Hope all is well. Do you still keep in touch with Scott's kids? I hope they are doing well. I just talked to, I, I, not so much Cassie, but Cody and I. Um, Cody, I, I, I got to get a hold of him because he was, there was a, a job that opened up in Atlanta. And I want, I want to see if he, I told, him, I told him to get down there. And I, I know the, the general manager, so I hope that that worked out for him. But, yeah, we stay in touch. Um, Cody went to... Um, an AA meeting this past week, and um, I was really proud of him. Um, he's taken on, uh, like, you know, he's taken on personal responsibility for his life, and uh, you know, it's it's he's it, in a really tough situation. You know? it's, yeah. he's six foot ten. If he if he wouldn't have caught one of those young young bucks. That broke his neck over in Japan. If he would have just olayed and let the guy bounce off the fucking concrete, he'd he'd probably be in the business somewhere working. But instead, he got his, his neck broken over in Japan, and along with that, a lot of dreams got shattered. And it just he's then you lose your dad, and it's just fuck. Yeah, like that, for sure. and, you know, it's just, and I think that he and I are, are, are kind of the same. You know, we just. 
I think that maybe I'm like the only person that misses his dad as, as you know as much as he does. I, you know what I do? Do you ever? Um, my dad died when I was fourteen or fifteen, I guess. And I, I often wonder what he would think about things now. Like, my dad was into shit. Like, he'd buy these. I remember he bought a very small TV when they first, like, portable TV when it first came out. Like, what he would think about streaming on phones now. Was there shit your dad was into that, like, you look at the advancements in my well, dad automobiles, was, right? Like, automobiles. Uh, the yeah, electric my, car. But my dad was, you know, my dad was, when my dad passed in 68. So I mean, it was um, how color TV would have been a motherfucker, you know? Right? Yeah, sure. Um, I don't know. I I just I look at I look at my dad's life, you know, and I, I looked at him. He passed at thirty six. I'm just like, I remember when I was thirty six, I was holding my son. Because my son was born, I want to think, let's see, my son was born June 12th, and I was 35, and then, like, July 9th, a few days later, I turned 36, and that was how old my father was, and I remember thinking to myself, like, fuck, like, no wonder dad died, fucking, he already had three kids (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, he had he had a ten and eight and a, and a four at this age, you know. And here's here, I'm just having my first, but uh, you know, it's just that whole Mad Men. Like he, I was watching the thing on the on the on the plane. It followed that uh, the uh, women's uh, health issue uh, piece. It was a it was one of those Tom Hanks. It was on the 70s, and it started off, you know, you know how they, they talk about the different eras, and it was, this was on the 70s, and it just started off, the first thing it said was, today, you know, Jimi Hendrix was found dead, and then it was like jo- jo- Janis Joplin, then Morrison, like, I didn't realize, like, they all died in, like, 70. Like, like, bam, 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 like right in a row. And all like 27 years old. And the 27 thing, yeah. Yeah, and that was, that was, Tristan always had that fear that he'd be in the 27 club. And fuck, he didn't even make that. He was 26. Right. But um, just that, like, growing up in the 70s, and, because I always think to myself, like, wow, like, the kids nowadays, all this shit you know, that they went through. And then they went into the Watergate thing. And I'm, I'm <laughs> Which so, today. Was- yeah, that's what I mean. I'm watching this and they're like, like these burglars broke into the Watergate Hotel into the Democratic, Democratic headquarters. Ca- yeah, campaign headquarters. And now the president's being fucking, has to resign. I'm going, what? the fuck they would have sold shirts outside the break-in now yeah oh they fucking they would have said i'm not a crook bill mart and this i know that you want to go to bed so i'm I'm gonna shut the fuck (laughs) i'm gonna shut the fuck up but um bill mart did say this he goes he goes uh 
I just want to say, I'm going to go on record. He said, that fucking mugshot, Trump fucking killed it. <laughs> he said, just fucking killed it. If you're going to take one, man. Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. I put on, on, on my uh, Instagram, I think I said, fucking Trump showing fucking uh, Ben Stiller how to hit fucking blue steel. I mean, that motherfucker, man, that was like... Love him, hate him, man. It's just, fuck. What more can you say? say? I feel like I'm getting a pinched nerve. Do you recommend anything for this? I know I had years ago. I went. I was get sucker punched. Get sucker punched by fucking by By punk by Phil. (laughs) I may offer my services to AEW. Oh, he's not there anymore. Because he's he's working with children. This is uh, Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with Podcast Heat, created by Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, and Sean Oliver. That's Tristan you hear playing over me, by the way. Everyone always asks. Uh, Producer Steve Kaufman, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver, technical research by Tristan Nash. Copyright. Tristan's playing right now. Yeah, they, he plays us out every week with. Well, um, I thought I didn't realize we talked through Sophia. Yeah, it's you know it leads up, uh, it starts when we're you know when we're wrapping up and then I don't, it, it I don't plays like us that out. I don't I don't like that. Well, people know the song. People people always ask, "What's the end credit song?" Yeah, but it's we're talking through my son's work. It's, I I I didn't know that was. I don't if listen. You want to it. hear it in its entirety. Go get it at Spotify. It is now available. The Builders is the group name, and you can uh, own a piece of Tristan's art. That sucks. I, it's, this won't happen again. Well, do you want to do another show at least? Kev, do you want to do another one? I'll think about it.
Never answers the 